Congressman Charles Bennett, are there any lessons to be learned from the missile attack on the USS Stark? Well, before I start talking about that, I'd like to say that all Americans are certainly deeply grateful to the sacrifice made by these fine young men and very much touched and very much uh, unhappy about the sorrow that has come to their families. But we feel like it's a very noble thing that they did and it's consistent with American policy that we were trying to protect the sea lane. This is the first time in our History of the Navy in 100 Objects series that we show something from the museum that's a work in progress. As we film this, it's June 8th, 2017. And this is an, uh, a time where we're actually putting up a new exhibit. It's an exhibit on the tanker war of the 1980s, where we'll have a model of the USS Samuel Roberts, which hit a mine while it was conducting patrols in the Persian Gulf. But we're also going to have a model of the USS Stark. The tanker war was a parallel conflict to the Iran-Iraq war, which began in September of 1980. It was a campaign of economic attrition. The U.S. Naval Institute's Proceedings Magazine describes it as this. Iraq attacked ships serving Iranian ports, largely to reduce Iran's oil exports, which went entirely by sea and which helped to finance Iran's war effort. Because Iran destroyed Iraq's oil terminal early in the war, no tankers steamed to or from Iraq, and Iraq's oil exports traveled by overland pipeline. Kuwait and Saudi Arabia, however, supported Iraq's war effort. Iran thus waged its own war on shipping, serving the Arab side of the Gulf to reduce Iraq's imports of war material and to intimidate the Gulf states supporting Iraq. In the midst of these complex relationships, the United States supported Iraq in the form of economic aid and protection for tankers flying the U.S. flag. This support protected ships headed to Iraqi ports and, in turn, guaranteed Iraq's revenue stream during the war. On May 17, 1987, the USS Stark, while on patrol, was hit by two Iraqi missiles. They were French Exocet missiles that had been sold to the Iraqis. Uh, one of the missiles hit. As a result of that, 37 uh, crew members of the USS Stark were killed. There was a second warhead that hit, and had that second warhead hit, it might very well have sunk the USS Stark. It didn't. It fell apart in pieces. Nobody knew that until video was coming back that evening on the news uh, programs, then CBS, NBC, and ABC, which had the three uh, major news networks at that point. Uh, and an EOD technician here in the United States was looking at the film and realized that a sailor was having a cigarette on the warhead that didn't detonate. They called back immediately to the ship, warned all the sailors to stay away from these things. They picked them up. Uh, well, now here in 2017, we are finally mounting the uh, casing from that Exocet warhead, and that's what's sitting behind me here, the one warhead that didn't detonate that might have sunk the USS Stark. When remembering the attack on the USS Stark, Rear Admiral Harold Bernson notes, the whole thing was a sad situation. The most moving day of my life was on the tarmac at Bahrain International Airport when each of those 36 flag-draped coffins moved up the ramp on that C-141 for the flight home. Of course, what goes through your mind at that point, regardless of what any investigation says, is was there anything else that we could have done that might have avoided this thing? It will always be a sick feeling.
Thank you for joining us today on A History of the Navy in 100 Objects.